Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. Whoa, boy. Oh, my gosh. Um, we are here. Welcome to the official draft season kickoff of the San Francisco 49ers Faithful and the 49ers Rush podcast. It is um, it's done, baby. D-U-N. Here, here's the good news, okay? I, I can't tell you how many messages I got saying, can you please bring some optimism to the show, which is awesome. Here's the good news. 2020 can't hurt you anymore. It can't hurt you anymore, at least in the realm of football. It can't hurt us anymore. There's no more. The hurt is over. The hurt is done. And it, it's it's healing time. It, it's time to move forward. There are no playoffs this year. You are correct. The casual viewer. Awesome tag. I want to say thank you for being with us, and man, just ouch. And so, like, let's do this together. Here we go, baby. Oh, definitely not my first. Definitely not going to be the last today. Maybe by the end of this podcast, we'll get some drunk, drunk Chapman on here. I got the beer. I even got the tequila out. We're having a good time. It's a celebration, man. Dia uh, dos muertos. Day of the dead, which is the 49ers season. It's over. And it was bad. The 49ers end up losing 23 to 15. And those numbers don't mean shit whenever you look at how that game turned out. Oh, God, it was bad. I've watched a lot of football in my time. A lot of football. I have children who play football. I go to flag football practices for 10-year-olds. Do you understand (laughs) how much bad football? Football, I have seen in my time a lot. I've coached freshmen. I've coached JV. I've coached varsity for losing teams and winning teams. I've seen a lot of bad football. This game, however, I don't know what the right word is to explain. That was pure garbage. That was pure garbage. Um, One of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. Now, having said that, here's why we lost. And it's not a surprise. It comes, you can spell it out easily. It's Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins is bad. 
Is it all on Nick Mullins? Eh, probably 90% of it. Um, is Nick Mullins part of our future? Hell no, he's not. This is it. I personally don't think you'll ever see Nick Mullins under center again. But I thought that in the third quarter <laughs> um, as well. Turnovers were everything. We talked about in our episode, you know, previewing this game. If the 49ers don't turn the ball over, they win. Well, what do we do? This is the eighth of our last nine games that we have at least two or more turnovers. We have three turnovers, which lead to 17 points. They outscored us on defense. Like, not... <laughs> Not even like, they literally outscored us on defense. 17 points. You, you had the fumble recovery for a touchdown against Jeff Wilson. Okay, so that's one. And that's seven points without our defense even being out there, right? Then you have the interception, or then you have the fumble recovery. The Nick Mullins has no idea how to protect the ball, uh, fumbles the ball. They recover it in field goal range. So the defense actually did their job there, the 49ers defense, but they started in field goal range and they were able to convert to a field goal. So that's 10 points that Nick Mullins just cost us. Uh, sorry, that's only three because the first seven was on Jeff Wilson. No idea how to carry the football. Then you have the pick six, probably one of the worst passes you will ever see. So uh, right there, <laughs> we were playing in a hole from the start. Because, again, the whole key, we talked about this. The Washington football plan, three and outs and punts are wins for them as long as they don't turn the ball over. Now, we were able to get one turnover, but when you turn the ball over three times and you're negative two in the turnover ratio, you're not going to win a football game, especially with Nick Mullins, who's one of the worst quarterbacks I have ever seen in my entire life. Um, he's bad. And, and it's pretty funny you know, we go back and we look at where everybody was when Nick Mullins first took over because, again, Jimmy was struggling. He was playing injured, all those things. People wanted Mullins. They called for Mullins. Yeah. Oh, man, it's bad. Let's get to some comments. Cynthia, thank you so much. And she just, she summed it up perfectly. She says, Nick equals bad. Throw up emoji. That is 100 a point. You're on point. It's what it is. Um, tequila pause for a second, ladies and gents. Can we just call him number four from now on? Zach, I love it, man. So <laughs> we have a history here on the 49ers Rush podcast where I don't like to badmouth people too much. I just don't like it. I know there's a lot of parents that listen to this podcast. Um, and <laughs> I, anyway, here's what I'm going to say because I'm officially followed by, um, what's it called? Southern Mississippi football program because of all my popular Tarvarius Moore takes and all of my uh, Nick Mullins takes in the past. I don't want to badmouth this guy anymore. So moving forward, we shall hereby commence. No longer Nick Mullins. He is now referred to only as number four. The good news is I don't think we're going to have to be calling him that for much longer. There is going to be a drastic change in the quarterback room. We're going to spend a lot of time, a lot of time, talking about the draft. It's official draft season. 49ers cannot make the playoffs. They can't. So where does that finish or keep them moving forward? They were 5-7 and seven going into this game. Now they're 5-8. and eight. They're going to be right around that 12-13 spot once this week is over. Um, now you talk about losing out, which is definitely in the cards. I still think that you can beat Dallas next week. They're a very, very bad football team. But again, if Nick Mullins is out there, 
there's no way in hell you can have any faith whatsoever in this team winning the game. They're that bad. He's trash. Um, Niner Joe says, Zach Wilson time. Cheers. Uh, anytime I see a cheers in the comment, I'm taking a drink. Cheers emojis or spelled out? We're going to do this. We're going to have a good time. This is going to be a first. Um, I love Zach Wilson. I really like him. He's got a lot of weird tendencies to him. His throwing motion's awful, whatever else. I've done some film analysis on him. I'm going to bump that up now. Here's my problem with Zach Wilson. I think he's gone in the top five. The 49ers aren't going to be picking there, right? So I do think that quarterback is a need. I am probably, I, I've got one foot in, one foot out on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. Do I think Jimmy Garoppolo could in any way, shape, or form be a top five quarterback moving forward? I don't. Can Jimmy Garoppolo be uh, number seven to number 12 quarterback? 100% yes, I think that's who he is. And so the question has to go to, all right, if he is a 7-12 to 12 quarterback, can you win the Super Bowl with him? 100% yes. Is he going to win you the Super Bowl? No, he's not. I don't think that's who he is. So do you spend the draft capital to make sure you're trying to get one of those top five quarterbacks in the league? If you think Zach Wilson's that, then you are willing to trade up into the top five to go get him, then that's on you. I don't think the 49ers are. And I personally wouldn't because you're going to have to give up so much. Best case scenario, 49ers lose out. You get to pick 9 or 10. Just to move from 9 or 10 all the way up into the top 5, you're going to have to give up not only this year's first rounder, next year's first rounder as well. That's rough. Salary cap issues, all those things. I think here's how the draft's going to go. You know, you look at the teams that are up there, it's pretty bad. Jets need a quarterback, one. Jacksonville need a quarterback, two. Cincinnati doesn't. Chargers don't. Philadelphia, uh, they just won, so they just bumped up a little bit. Dallas. Uh, are they going to re-sign somebody? Miami? Look at that. You're getting to that eight spot. The Carolina Panthers, who I think will take a quarterback. Atlanta Falcons, nine. They'll take a quarterback. Giants, 10. They'll take a quarterback. Maybe not. But it, it just shows you there's so many spots where quarterbacks can go. So if a quarterback falls to that seven, eight spot, that's where you pounce. Because then you can jump up for an extra third, uh, maybe a second. You're not mortgaging your draft future. That's why I put out the tweet today uh, during the third quarter. I think Trey Lance is going to be the quarterback that the 49ers select. If they if they pick one, Trey Lance, quarterback out of North Dakota State. Um, I love this kid. He's absolutely incredible. You look at his stats, it doesn't even make sense. Uh, now, they didn't play this year. They played one game this year, then they postponed till the spring. So he he's already opted out for the draft. So we're not going to see any more film out on him. And it's kind of hard to get film on him anyway because he played for in the Mount, uh, the Midwest Valley Conference. And so he's it's hard to find him, it, it, the Missouri Valley Conference. Sorry. But here's the thing that's intriguing about Trey Lance. Yeah, the competition sucks. I get it. Listen to the stat line. One, he's undefeated as a starter. He's never lost. He won the championship. He's 28 touchdowns to zero <laughs> interceptions. Did you hear that? 28 touchdowns to zero interception. He's got some zip on the ball as well. And on top of that, he rushed for 1,100 yards and 14 touchdowns. Are you kidding me? So he's responsible for, let me do my math hard. Is this going to be hard to do? 14 plus 28, carry all those numbers. I think that's 42 touchdowns and zero interceptions. That is beyond elite. I love the guys, just everything off the charts 
charisma, uh, decision-making, all those things, and he can chunk the ball big time as well. But now again, you do have the issues of how does he fit with, you know, level of competition. He had this whole year off. He played one game before they postponed the entire season because of COVID. The dude's bulking up. He's he's athletic. I'm telling you right now, this is my pick. Do I like Zach Wilson more than him? I haven't decided yet. I've got a lot more film to do on both of them, which I put off until, eh, guess what? Until now. <laughs> so it's time to get in there and try to figure these things out. Um, now, for the people that are with us on Patreon, first off, I want to say thank you. I'm going to put a poll up. I'm not quite sure how I want to handle this week uh, over there on my Patreon uh, subscribers. Do you want me to break down the game that we just had, which was awful? It makes me burn my eyes in half. Or do I start on draft stuff? I'll put that up there, and we'll see what's going on. We definitely got to start with the quarterbacks. We got to see what's up there, what's going on. Zach Wilson, he seems to be the favorite for all the fans out there, I know there's a lot of podcasts that are pushing the Zach Wilson narrative, and I get it. I, I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, me, personally, I have him, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance kind of in that 50-50 mold, what, but I need to do some more things. Now, there's some French quarterbacks as well. Tyson, he has this. Do you see us taking a quarterback round one? And if so, who? I think there's four spots there, right? Trevor Lawrence is one. He's unreachable. Justin Fields. He's going to go number two. I personally wouldn't prefer him. I know I'm weird. I would prefer Zach Wilson or Trey Lance. Then there's some kind of second and third tier quarterbacks, which always get pushed up. You know, you're talking about Trask at Florida. You're talking about Mac Wilson at Alabama. There's a couple other guys out there as well that you could possibly get in the second or third round. But with where the 49ers are picking in the middle of the first round, one of those four, I think, will fall to that eight spot. And I think that's the spot. So let's say you're picking 12, the 49ers, jump up to that eight spot, give up a first rounder and a second rounder next year. You go get your quarterback and you keep Jimmy Garoppolo. I can't stress this enough. The 49ers need two quarterbacks. They might need three because we can't block anybody. And our quarterbacks are getting beat to hell back there. And a lot of it's because of the play calls that we have. They're long developing passing plays. But whenever you're not blocking... You're not. A, you're, it doesn't matter who's quarterback back there unless they're mobile. Well, the good thing is Zach Wilson, mobile. Trey Lance, mobile. So you've got those options. And again, if you're spending a first-round pick on a quarterback, that means you're not spending a first-round pick on offensive linemen or corners or whatever else you want to go with, outside speed rusher. Now, if you don't fix the quarterback position, nothing matters. You have to do that right there. And Jimmy Garoppolo needs to be brought back. He's got a $24 million salary next year. You can cut him, and it's only going to cost you $2 million. So you'd save $22 million, but the 49ers are playing for the Super Bowl. This is not a team that is a rebuilding mode. Hell no. You start Jimmy Garoppolo, and if he proves he can't do it, then you slide in your quarterback. And if you, for some reason, Jimmy plays amazing, guess what? You have a great backup that you just wait, <laughs> just like you know Aaron Rodgers and things like that. But if you look at where the 49ers are next year, cap space-wise, Next year is going to be tight, but because of the Quan Alexander trade, because you restructured some of those deals, because you're probably going to cut D Ford, the 49ers are sitting at $30 million cap space next year, and that's with D Ford. Without D Ford, we're at a, about 22, just under 22. I'm using SPO track numbers, um, their salary cap tracker for 2021. So if you are one of the people that's like, oh, let's cut Jimmy G and just move on. That's going to bump your cap space up to, man, you're talking 
$44 million. Then you're talking, get rid of D Ford. Now you're at $50 million. So you're going to be able to go after a big signal caller. The people that are like, oh, go get Matt Stafford. Go get Matt Ryan. I don't want to play with those guys. I, I like Matt Stafford as a player. Um, I think that he would fit this system really, really well. But that contract is stupid. Um, and I'm not willing to trade a first rounder to get a 38-year-old quarterback in here. I don't want to touch that. Are you kidding me? No way. <laughs> Our window for winning is long. We have so much young talent that you can build a franchise around. If you think Matt Ryan, even if he comes in and has MVP numbers, you're talking two years tops. Matt Stafford couldn't finish the game. We're worried about injuries. Look at Matt Stafford's history, right? The dude's always hurt. He's always hurt. Um, that's what it is. Hashtag, I see you. Cheers. All right, what's up? Thank you. There we go. Um, Nick asked this. John, are you starting to worry about Debo being injury prone? Seems like he can't catch a break. All of these injuries are related, okay? One, you have the Jones fracture in spring training camp. That one, is just, it's a foot break, whatever. You got to move on from that. However, because his foot, he can't get healthy. So because he can't train, he can't get in peak performance, all those things, he has a hamstring issue. That's because he couldn't train and sprint because of his Jones fracture. We rush him back because we need him. Hamstring. Um, you know, he plays, bruises his foot because he takes a knee to it. Not worried about that at all. Then another hamstring on the first play of the game. Um, Sean Abysmal is 100% correct. I'm not worried about Debo. I think the best thing for him now, you sit him. You sit him. I think that you sit everybody that is even close to injured except for Jimmy Garoppolo. You get Jimmy Garoppolo's ass out there on the field because you've got to instill some type of confidence in the team, in the front office, and the fan base. It matters. The fan base matters that you are the quarterback for the future. You know, the, the whole entire thing, the whole launching point was Jimmy Garoppolo last two weeks of the season. We still need to see it. Now, I doubt he'll be ready for next week versus Dallas. They still haven't activated his practice window. But, man, you get Jimmy Garoppolo out there on the damn field. Um, you got to get number four off. C.J. Beathard should start next week versus the Cowboys. And then you try to get Jimmy G back for Arizona week um, 16. And then you have week 17 against Seattle. You got to see him out there. You got to. Um, let's see here. Matthew, is it just me or do you just assume that any player that gets tackled has either fumbled or been injured? Yeah, it's been bad, man. The injuries were bad today. Debo hurt on the first play. Ayuk got the breath knocked out of him on the first drive. Came back after the timeout. Trent Williams goes down, but he came back out in the next drive. Uh, school was out there for one drive, gave up a sack. It wasn't really his fault though. That was more on Mullins. Um, uh, the play Chase, Chase Young was lined up on top of Justin School. And he delayed blitz. He just kind of stepped back, waited two counts, and then after Nick Mullins dropped his eyes, he came after and sacked him. Uh, did Jeff? Did Justin School do well? No, he didn't. But that was a Nick Mullins coverage sack. He had four plus seconds. He just sucks. Uh, Mostert had the stinger slash concussion. Got cleared. Came back. Fred Warner uh, stinger. You know, he got cleared, but didn't come back. And I love that call. Um, so many injuries. It's bad. Fumbles. Here's. I want to do this. I, I, you're you're kind of talking to me about something, Matthew. I like this. Here's what I want moving forward. And I think that this is a problem of the 49ers roster. There's a lot of kind of guys that are good. Man, I'm not trying to talk bad on these guys. Most of them are undrafted free agents. And I love un undrafted free agents as much as the next person. 
but they're not reliable. Not all of them. Here's a list of guys I don't want on the team in 2021. And I know I'm going to piss some people off, so let me uh, take a real quick drink. These are, these are guys I don't want. And again, not saying they're bad football players. I'm saying they're unreliable. Okay, Obviously, number four, Nick Mullins. Hell no. I do not want him as my backup quarterback. Try to find something else. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, those are your quarterbacks moving forward. Keep CJ as a third option. I don't care. Next up, Kendrick Bourne. God bless. Oh, my gosh. So many cuss words come to mind with Kendrick Bourne. Does he make some great plays? Yes. He had four drops. He had four damn drops in one game with a backup quarterback. Were they great passes? No, they weren't. It's number four. What do you want? <laughs> what are you expecting? We have a, a guy. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying so hard not to be so mean. <laughs> I, I don't want Kendrick Bourne play anymore. The guy single-handedly killed a promising drive. He had two drops on one drive, uh, jumps off sides on third down, goes back out there, starts dancing after he makes a catch like he's a stud when your team's down 15 points, and then drops another pass after that. He had four drops this game. Uh, no awareness whatsoever. He never understands where the chains are. Yeah, even the touchdown that he scored, he ran, or the two-point, I think it was a two-point conversion. Anyway, whatever, it doesn't matter. He ran it short of the touchdown. If, if it was good coverage, he would have been tackled short again, just like last week. Get him out of there. You, you, if he hasn't learned by this point, get him the hell out. Let him go. His contract's done. Let him walk. Uh, I don't have any ill will towards him, but those are the types of players that cause negative plays to happen in drives, turnovers, get them the hell out. Jeff Wilson, Kyle Shanahan loves the guy, and he's a hell of a runner. He refuses to protect the football when he runs with it. He has, even if after he fumbled it, and this is back-to-back -back games that he has had a fumble, I'm sorry, uh, two fumbles out of the last three games because he had the fumble versus the Rams, um, and then he had to fumble this game. I'm ready to move on from that guy. I really, really am. If, if he, if I saw anything that would say, because again, the reason why he was an undrafted free agent out of North Texas, he's a, he's a Texas kid. I know about him. I've been following him for a long time. It's because of how much he fumbled in college. We pick him up. We bring him into camp. He fumbles like crazy. We bring him into preseason. He gets He fumbles like crazy. We didn't need him. For the whole year, then we call him up after all the injuries in the 2019 year. He did great. He didn't fumble at all. Now it's back. And it's 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 not so much that he has the two fumbles in three games. It's the way in which he carries the ball. Um, the way that you carry the ball, uh, let's get nerdy here. It's called tiking the ball. This is a formula. So Tiki Barber, let's go back to the days. He had the worst fumbling problems ever. And so what he did, he went to the Tyler Rose himself, Earl Campbell, and Earl Campbell taught him how to carry the ball correctly and changed everything. And it was a mindset thing. And it was all about four points. Okay, here's the idea. You have a finger on the top of the ball. That's one. You have your hand and forearm. That's two points. Inside of your biceps, three. And you squeeze your elbow so that the ball is touching your pec inside. That's four points. You'll watch this guy. It's a loaf of damn bread through the hole. Now, you'll see him two or three plays after his fumble. Jeff Wilson Jr., and you'll see both hands on the ball. Oh, that's awesome. But even in this game, about three or four plays later after his fumble or three or four carries later after his fumble, he starts doing the same damn thing again. And Kyle Shanahan just keeps giving him the damn ball. I can't stand it, man. Um, I, I want that out. I, I don't want that. I don't want that around. Um, 
people that <laughs> don't have it up here, uh, that that's a problem. You can't count on those people. You really, really can't. So I, I want them out. I want them gone. Number 95, golly. He was so bad this game. Um, eventually what happened is Kyle Shan or Robert Sala kept 95 on the sidelines. He put Eric Armstead at tackle and Contavious Street at tackle. Uh, Jerron Daniels, Darion Daniels got more snaps inside. But that first half, ugh, I don't want to watch that film ever of 95. He's trash. And of course, number 27. Ooh, I think he had three missed tackles by halftime. Um, so bad. But we, we obviously know that. Um, I like it. I see a cheers. Let's go back to the Modelo. Long live Cervezas. Um, anyway, all right, let's get to some more <laughs> comments. L Train, what's up, brother? So good to see you, man. L Train, uh, he came out to Miami. We had a good time having some drinks together. Uh, nice to see you on here. McGlinchey sucks. You are correct. The time of McGlinchey being great in the run game and bad in the pass game is slowly fading into the run game. Did he have some great offensive blocks in the run game today? He does every single time. And I, if you did one cut-up of just McGlinchey running plays, you'd be like, oh, my God, this guy's incredible. And if you did the same thing with just his passing plays, you're just like, who the hell is this? This is absolute trash. And you'd both be right. You'd both be right. And it's getting worse. The negative plays are now filtering into the running game. And a lot of it, I'll be honest with you, offensive line cohesion is a big deal. Ever since Colton McKivitz has started getting snaps at right guard, McGlinchey's play has gone down. Um, Daniel Brunskill's play has gone down. Colton McKivitz ain't it, guys. I, I hate to say this, and I don't want to be whatever. <laughs> I am not comfortable with Colton McKivitz being a backup right guard moving forward. Is he reliable? Hell no, he's not. Um, I don't want that dude. I don't want that guy. More alcohol, please. Thank you, Rich. Appreciate it, brother. All right, Nick, here we go. He says, I like this because he's not wrong. This is an opinion thing. Nick says this. I think other positions need to be addressed before quarterback. Offensive line, secondary, and wide receiver. How awful is it that wide receiver is still a damn need for this team? We have spent so much draft capital on wide receiver you trade a second and third round pick to go get freaking dante pettis that doesn't work you trade a third and fourth round pick to go get emmanuel mosley that did work he didn't want to resign with us the good news is we got back two fifth rounders for him but whatever debo's hurt all the time Ayuk has been incredible but outside of that where are the freaking wide receivers he's been a fifth on trent taylor yeah he's a healthy scratch back-to-back -back weeks he's done richie james never going to cut it like we should not need wide receivers here's what i don't want to do nick i don't want to draft a damn the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Wide receiver. I would much rather bring in a veteran. Um, somebody like, I don't know, um, somebody off the top of my head. Uh, the wide receiver, Marvin Jones, right, for Detroit. Somebody that's a reliable guy. Um, let him be your number three. Go get somebody that is proven. I don't want any more rookie mistakes. I don't want drop passes. I'm not looking for explosive. I'm looking for a possession wide receiver that can line up in the damn slot and just catch the damn ball. That's all I'm looking for, for my number three wide receiver. Debo and Ayuk is a great one-two punch, but as you've said, it's kind of hard to rely on them uh, just because they're not there. Ayuk's been great. He has been incredible. I think he's the second best rookie wide receiver. I've said this repeatedly. I'll keep saying it. Um, I take him over Chase Claypool, knowing what we know now. No problem. Justin Jefferson, good gosh. That guy, he's incredible. But I, I still, I don't have a problem taking Ayuk up there. Um, Sydney kind of proves his point. You really think a new quarterback will make us better? If we keep this line, we are once again doomed. Now, here's the problem with number four and Jimmy Garoppolo. The line is bad. I do agree. But when you don't have a quarterback that can throw it more than 20 yards, we don't play any team that doesn't have a seven or eight man box and they blitz us more than you look at the blitz numbers for every single team we play. They're 50% higher against us than other teams. Why? Because nobody cares. <laughs> they know we're not going to throw the ball deep. So whenever the defensive game plan is being put in for Washington, they say, you know what? Let's just blitz them because number four sucks. So will a quarterback change the offensive line play? You bet your ass it will because now the safeties can't play in the box. The linebackers can't be blitzing through the A-gaps. You can't be doing all the stunts. And then if you add on to it a quarterback that can throw it deep, a quarterback that can run. What are the problems the 49ers have? Look at the defense. Look how great our defense played against this Washington team. Elite. We should have won this game 34 to 6. Look how this defense, same defense, looked like freaking chumps against Buffalo. Why? All because of their quarterback. All because of their quarterback. You got to go get somebody like that. I, I think that's what it is. Uh, Big Golden Nuggets, freaking love that name. Draft Lance, I am with you. Um, I don't trade multiple firsts. Thomas says this. Do you trade future first round picks for a possible future quarterback? I'm doing everything I can. Not to trade multiple firsts. I'll trade a first and a second. I'll trade a first, second, and a third for a quarterback. Not multiple firsts. I won't do that. Um, <laughs> what's the meatloaf song? I would do anything for a quarterback. But I won't do that. And I mean, here and here's the problem. Ooh, that was a big drink. <laughs> here's the problem. Tequila's so good. I freaking love it, man. This is uh, just got some uh, Reposado tequila. I freaking I, I love it, man. It's so good. Anyway. Look at the bust rate of quarterbacks. It's so easy to look there and say, oh, man, but if you've got a Patrick Mahomes, what if you've got a Deshaun Watson? You're right. If you know they're there. But what people forget is, guess what? That wasn't the first draft taken. That wasn't the first quarterback taken in that draft. It wasn't Patrick Mahomes. It wasn't Deshaun Watson. Who was it? None other than Mitchell Wayne Trubisky. That's right. Wayne Wayne Trubisky was the second or the first quarterback picked. 
I don't want to sacrifice everything on that, especially, and here's, here's the point I keep going back to, which we all have to understand. We are not a rebuilding team. That's not what we are. We're not there. We're a piece or two away from winning the damn Super Bowl. We already have a Super Bowl roster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you don't have Kittle and you don't have Nick Bosa, you don't have D Ford and you got all the other injuries, Debo's in and out of line, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We're not that good. But we're not a rebuilding team. So I don't want to mortgage everything. Because if you don't have a quarterback, you got to do whatever you can to get a quarterback. We have an average quarterback on our roster. That's the truth of the situation. The 49ers have a piece that is good enough to get us to the Super Bowl. We know that. We're seven minutes away from winning the damn thing. Is he a system quarterback? Yeah. I don't think that's an insult. Does Trey Lance or Zach Wilson have the opportunity to not be a system quarterback? Yeah, I think you're right. Could they be a bust? 100%. It's about a 50%. Sam Darnold was considered a lock. Nope. Josh Rosen, uh, he was pretty damn good. Nope. Uh, Baker Mayfield, are you comfortable with that guy? He was number one overall. Oh my God, no. Um, so you have to put all those things on there. And so it's bad. It's all bad. Um, but if you can get a quarterback, great. Don't sacrifice the future. Again, I trade a first and a second. I'd even trade a first, a second, a future third. Splice those up. I'm not going to trade all that in one draft. Um, you know, Guillermo, he says this. What's your opinion on Kyle Trask, the quarterback from Florida? Yeah, I've got some big Florida fans, and, you know, we we chat a lot. They love him. I've watched a couple of his games. I haven't focused on his film, though. And I'll say this. Trying to judge a quarterback off of the broadcast film, it sucks. All you can pay attention to is how many reads he goes through. Until you get the all 22, it's pretty difficult. Um, but I haven't broken down that much film on him yet. So, again, I was waiting for this moment, which the 49ers are out of the playoffs. Statistically, they're not. We're two games back. Um, could we make the playoffs? Yes. Will we make the playoffs? Hell no. Um, our tiebreaker now is completely screwed because even if we do tie a lot of those teams, which I don't, nobody's even asking this. I probably shouldn't even bring it up. But if you look at just kind of like where everybody is, Tide-wise, we lose to all of them based off of conference uh, win games uh, or conference winning percentage because we don't have it. Uh, we've lost way too many games to conference opponents. It, I mean, again, just real quick scrolling through it, you look at our losses. Eagles, okay, that's in our conference, uh, NFC, so that hurts. You've got Seattle, that's a conference. Packers, conference, Saints, there you go. And now Washington. So you can't win tiebreakers. You can't. The only person that you could win a tiebreaker with is the Cardinals, and I think they have to lose out to even force that situation. So for those of you that are saying like, hey, you know, maybe we got a chance. We don't. I'm sorry I made you sound stupid. <laughs> but um, anyway, it's what it is. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, just want to give a couple updates. I'm seeing Matt Mayoko just tweeted out. Kyle Shanahan said they'll get an MRI tomorrow on Debo Samuel's hamstring. Shanahan said it didn't look good, and you don't want it to look good. Uh, you don't want him to be injured, obviously, but Debo's done. You don't play him. No matter what, he shouldn't play. 100% healthy for the future. That's literally all that you have to worry about. Everything else, who gives a damn? Stay the hell away from all those things. Um, anyway, real quick, I'm going to take a big drink of tequila. We're going to hear a word from our sponsor. We did okay betting-wise. The 49ers suck, but we made some money. Here we go. 
It's the most wonderful time of the year. That can't end. 2020 has been awful. And let's be honest, we all deserve a win. And we all deserve to have a little fun. So head over to the one place that guarantees that. And that's my bookie. There's only one sports book that doesn't care whether you're naughty or nice this year. They've got gifts for everyone. Bet NFL, NBA, all your favorite college sports and more. And here's the thing. Sign up today. Receive the ultimate stocking stuffer. A 50% deposit bonus up to $1,000. 50% up to $1,000. That's incredible. That's a great place to start. But we all know Christmas is about what's under the tree. And at my bookie, that means huge deposit bonuses, epic giveaways, and free contests. They got them going all year round. It's simple. Head over to mybookie.ag. Enter in the promo code 49ers49ERS and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks. Head over there and let's get going. Let's get some winning going. This winner, bet with the best. Bet with my bookie. All right. I'm seeing a couple more fun comments on here. Um, John, can you play right guard? I, I will say this there was one season in high school. I went to a mostly Hispanic high school in Texas. We were not good at football, mind you. Uh, we were pretty bad, but we converted to the option. Uh, so we did the triple option one year, and um, I was the fullback, uh, but we had two linemen go down, so I got to play two games at right guard. I freaking loved it because it was pulling and all that stuff. So, yes, I have played guard, uh, but not my specialty. You don't want me out there. I love it. Uh, Raven says, do we have room for Joey Bosa? Hell no. That would cost four first round picks to get him and his contract zero percent chance we get joey bosa he is a top four edge player teams do not trade them um but i mean, I mean you could see worse things right you saw khalil Mack get traded uh, you'd need something like that but again i'm not trading four first round picks or three or whatever uh it's not happening i wish we could get him uh blake trade mcglinchy for quentin nelson <laughs> and leftover halloween candy Man, if we could, I would. There's no doubt. Uh, Quentin Nelson is a top three guard or top guard um, in the NFL, especially with the injuries. Uh, he's, he's elite, elite. There's no way in hell they would trade him for Mike McGlinchey. If they would, I'd be down. Uh, you don't get rid of generational talents like that again. I wish we could. Uh, Tommy Huxley says, we need new strength and conditioning staff. I don't think you're wrong. John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan cleaned, cleaned house. They fired everybody after their second year. And brought in a new respected and whatever else. It just doesn't matter. And you can say, oh, man, I hate MetLife Field. I do too. That's where we had all those ACL tears and whatever else. We're playing on the best field. The two best fields. Natural grass fields. Santa Clara and Arizona and Glendale. Still injuries mounting up. Um, now, we didn't have any ankles or ACLs this week. But the hamstring, that's conditioning issue. Concussions, that's just football. It, I don't know what the answer is there. I, I really, really don't. Um, I really, really don't. Uh, let's see here. Niner Drag. Kyle needs to find a coordinator and offensive line coach to marry. I'm with you. We need some help there. And we're going to be losing some coordinators this year. I, I'll tell you this right now. Robert Sala is going to be a head coach. And Robert Sala is going to be bringing one of the two guys with them that are the co-offensive coordinators, passing game coordinator or whatever. They're gone. McDaniels or McFloor, they're gone. I think they're both gone, to be honest with you. I think McFloor's going to finally be able to go be with his brother um, in Green Bay. Kyle blocked it the last two years, but the new CBA, you're not allowed to do that anymore. Um, so I think LaFleur goes to Green Bay. I think McDaniels goes wherever 
Salikos. There's going to be some shakeup um, in the coaching staff. I think Kyle will promote from within, mostly. But yeah, you're right. Offensive line, it's bad, man. <laughs> it's really, really bad. The coaching's bad. It's just bad. Um, anyway, a couple other things. Four seem like eight. I like it. Man, this is fun. I love it. There's so many guys that got to go. I think you're right. And it, you look at some of the positives. That, that's what we need to focus on. Thank you, guys. Positive. The 49ers defense was lights out tonight. Lights out. Without a nickel corner. You had number 27 out there. He was trash. Um, shoot, Jimmy Ward almost got an interception. I couldn't believe that. And we even did a dime package where Akello Witherspoon was out there on the first series and played well. Um, now, is Akello part of this future? Hell no. Uh, you got the interception from Jason Verrett, which was just incredible. That should have won the game. If the 49ers went out there, here we go. Obviously, no team's going to do this, but let's just play it. Kyle Shanahan says, you know what? We're just going to get the defense out of the way. Every single play is going to be a running play, a screen, or a jet sweep. That's it. If we did that the whole game, we still got the damn Jeff Wilson fumble because he can't protect the ball. I think we win the game. Once Jason Verrett intercepted that ball, the game should have been over. Kyle Shanahan should have called everybody down and said, hey, we don't turn the ball over, we win. That's it. We couldn't even get into field goal range. Do you understand that? That's how bad this offense was. And it had nothing to do with the run game. Listen to these freaking numbers. The 49ers averaged running the ball over four yards a carry. We only rushed it 27 times. Now, if you just look at that by itself, you'd be like, oh, well, uh, 27 is a decent number. You're right. Except you threw the ball 45 times. What in the world? It's a one-possession game. We lost by eight points. One possession. That's it. The one scoring drive that we had in the first half, you ran on six out of seven plays. Kyle Shanahan feels like he is in such a deficit all the damn time. He just abandons the running game. He abandons it. I don't understand that mindset. Why would you throw the ball 45 times with number four at quarterback and his damn in the freaking headlights, deer in the headlights look? Oh, man, that pisses me off. Uh, yeah, this was supposed to be positive, guys. Why'd you let me get negative like that? Um, I, I'm putting that on you guys. Um, anyway, there were a lot of positive. Ken Law looks incredible. Uh, we got a lot of pressures on the quarterback. Uh, you know, we, we were all over him. Given it was really bad quarterback play, you got to be honest, right? I mean, really, really bad. You're playing against Alex Smith, who had one of his worst games, but you got five quarterback hits. Uh, Jordan Willis had two, Deion Jordan had one, Jimmy Ward had one, and Alex Barrett, Barrett had one as well. You got two sacks, um, five tackles for loss. The defense was all over the place. And Dre Greenlaw, holy freaking cow. You know, Fred Warner goes down, maybe could have came back from a stinger. Drake Greenlaw was freaking awesome. Uh, he gave this chance, a, this team a couple chances to win. Two tackles for loss, led the team in tackles with seven, and that, what was it, like third and ten, they hit the flare route, and he makes the tackle as he always does right before the line of scrimmage. Drake Greenlaw, golly, so damn good. Brandon Ayuk, 10 catches, 119 yards. He was being double teamed the whole damn night. The whole night. As soon as Debo went out, they were like, okay, they're going to throw it at 11. And they had a safety over the top the whole time. And that dude kept going over the middle, making clutch catches. 
Brandon Ayuk, if you got this guy, quarterback, good lord. He's doing this with scraps, guys. Scraps. Ugh, I, I'm so excited to see what Brandon Ayuk could look like with a legitimate quarterback. It's there. And Raheem Mostert was great. 14 carries, 65 yards, average 4.6 yards per carry. I, I know he left the game for a little bit, but stop giving the ball so many damn times to Jeff Wilson. 11 carries for 30 yards. 4.6 yards with Mostert, 2.8 with Jeff Wilson. I don't understand why nobody understands these things. <laughs> you just watch. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> Come on, man. Ugh, it's what it is. Uh, Steve, it's time to see what talent we have on the practice squad. Then we'll have a better understanding of how to build next season. Our practice squad's out there, man. We've got, we had Darion Daniels was up. Alex Barrett was up. Dakota Shipley was up. River Craycraft was up. Um, I mean, I don't think we have a practice squad that went out there today. Maybe three guys. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. The, the transition needs to be this. You always play and or coach to win the games. And that shouldn't change. You're going to put together a game plan to beat Dallas next week. And they should. And I'm going to cheer for the 49ers to beat Dallas next week. And you should. That's what sports are. You win. You play to win the game, right? But you do it with a caveat. You do it with an emphasis on building for the future. 27 is not going to be out there for the future. <laughs> uh, you got to find some things. I, I think guys like Colton McKivitz, he needs to start. Even if Tom Compton's healthy, you got to keep Colton McKivitz in there because you got to figure out, is this a guy we could trust and build around next year or did we miss it and then move on? So you got to see these guys. Jeff Wilson should get a lot of carries because you got to prove to yourself, can he not fumble the damn ball? Kendrick Bourne, can he finally learn to put his brain in the damn game? Those are the things you need to see. You've got to figure out, is Richie James or Kendrick Bourne a number three wide receiver? I don't think either one are. I don't think they're bad options, but I think you want to move on there. Um, so you need to see those things. We know Nick Mullins ain't it. Maybe C.J. Beathard could be a backup quarterback. Find that out. Get number four freaking out of there. Get him out. Um, anyway, um, what do you think of Darnold? I like Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold would be, let's say hypothetically, all right, let's play this scenario out. We go into the draft, and all the quarterbacks go early. All top four quarterbacks go early. I would much rather go after somebody like Sam Darnold than get Mac Wilson. And I'm not saying bad things about Mac Wilson, but what would we get Mac Wilson for? We'd spend our second-round pick on him, right? Or Kyle Trask, probably second-round pick if they last that long. I don't think they will. I think they'll go early second that's usually where quarterbacks go, or late first, but whatever. You're going to have to trade for Darnold. So the Jets, you know, pick Trevor Lawrence, okay? They don't have a need for Darnold. Go get him. If for some reason you can't get that big quarterback in the first round that you want, oh my gosh, go get Sam Darnold. I would love that. Have Jimmy Garoppolo and Sam Darnold. Sit Sam Darnold on the bench. Let him learn the system. Tell Jimmy G, go out there and prove yourself. He doesn't, go get him, Sam. We'll see what it is. I love that. Now, is that my first option? No, but that's what Darnold is. Sam Darnold would be a fallback, a parachute, if you will, right? Obviously, the 49ers want Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> but guess what? You need a contingency plan because you sure as hell ain't getting Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, Cynthia asked, where do you think Trey Lance will fall in the draft? Yeah, I think kind of that 
six to ten, six to nine range. Six to nine. There we go. Nice. Um, you kind of look at again. It's it's just simple numbers. Okay, I did this earlier. Let's just go through real quick what teams could take a quarterback. These aren't the teams that will. What teams could take a quarterback? Jets. Jets will. Jacksonville will. Cincinnati won't. Chargers won't. Philadelphia. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Got Carson Wentz. All those things. Maybe. Dallas, eh, no, I think they're getting Dak. Miami, no, I think Tua's been good. He outperformed, uh, what's his, Mahomes today, but lost the game anyway. Carolina, I think they will. Atlanta, I think they will. Giants, they're a maybe. Denver, they're a maybe. Detroit will. Those are all the teams picking ahead of us currently. So that's kind of what you got. Um, so I don't know. I love you guys. And this is rough, you know, cheers to, man, what a shitty year. But we're not going anywhere. We're, we're here four times a week through the rest of the season. We're, I'm going to break down the film. Uh, we're going to prepare to win the games. That's what we're going to do. We're going to have more bets of the week. But now <laughs> you've got one eye <laughs> kind of focusing on moving forward to draft. And that's what we're going to do here. So I want to say thank you guys because... This is incredible. I love the fact that, you know, we could be on here talking about football with several hundred different people at once, even when the 49ers suck. Um, good days are ahead. This 49ers franchise, again, are we the Chiefs with, you know, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, you know, presumably, you know, with Patrick Mahomes and whatever else? No, we're not there yet. But we're a better franchise by a lot, by a lot. So anyway, you guys are the best fan base in the world. That's why we call you the faithful. Uh, yeah, we drink tequila. Yeah, we drink beer. Yeah, we get mad. Yeah, we get frustrated at players. That's not what faithful means. Faithful means you stick with your damn team because that's who we are. That's what we care about. I love it. Anyway, you guys are the best. We'll be back later on in the week. If you haven't joined Patreon, you better hurry up and do it because it's draft time, baby. We got draft film coming. Just go to patreon.com, 49ers Rush. And that's all that we got to do about that. Anyway, stay strong, faithful. Oh, boy. Stay strong. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.